Welcome to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. on 1490 AM, WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Hi, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And welcome to Biker Life Radio. We're so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. And we have a very exciting show lined up just for you. Biker Life Radio is for those who are inspired to ride and those who inspire others to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and real-life stories that will help you discover your purpose, achieve true freedom, and define your destiny. Yes, sir, it is. So today's show is sponsored by Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you are ready to crank up your engines, put your chins in the wind and knees to the breeze, put your seat in the saddle and hang on because here we go. All right. Well, let's get this show kick started, Deb. So uh, have you chilled out since the last time we aired? Just you know, a little bit. I, I mean, just I think about it, and I still get so irritated. Well, people don't know exactly what you're talking about. Maybe if they missed that segment or or show, <sighs> um, you were bent out of shape because somebody split a lane one day when you were riding home. So. I was totally off the charts, mad about it. I I wasn't a little bit upset. I wasn't a little frustrated. I was pissed off to Whoa. say the least. But I've it's, chilled out a little bit. Really, it doesn't seem quite like it. Well, I think. About I can like ramp up if you get me on the topic I can ramp up pretty quick because no. it hits some emotions but I have chilled out about it and I've been like doing a lot of driving lately and I haven't had anyone else do that to me and or seen it done to anybody else so I'm pretty happy about that. Well, thank goodness for that. I know. And no, Woo. we don't. I don't need you to get upset because I have enough of that at home as it is. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so what about we? What the way you, you are? You what know? have you or, had or the going way on? I am. I don't know. Whatever. I haven't had anything going on, Deb. Really? Why not? Just because I've been me. <laughs> Mr. Chillax all it's, the time. It's not about me. This show is about you, Deb. No, I don't think so. This should well, be the Deb show. Everybody knows I ride on Deb's coattails. Whatever, Mr. So you know, the one thing that just we Just the other day, somebody <laughs> called you the boss, you know? Well, <laughs> anyone that's married knows that the she runs the roost, but he thinks he does. And it's just the way the relationship works. You said works. that on air? I oh, did. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. That's going to get some people I know. Up. Don't get mad, men. Really, don't get mad. You know the real deal, and it's all okay. Yeah. So, you know, one thing that I've kind of discovered this past week that I thought was interesting is we talked to a few different people, and if you're in the northern parts of the country, snow is already begun for the winter season. That's true. And so many of uh, our listeners in those areas have probably gotten their motorcycle winterized. Correct. And ready and in. I know we have a, one of our friends, Kevin. He does an excellent job. He actually has lifts for his motorcycle in the garage and lifts them up off the ground in order for the wheels and tires not to have any flat spots and things like that. So, you know, he is always kind of winterizing and keeping his motorcycles in their best condition. But one thing that we've recently done is we're actually, we recently had service done to our motorcycles in order to prepare for our winter season. So it's kind of an interesting thing to think about is the difference in mindset between those in, you know, winter type areas of the country or winter type locations that don't have a full year's riding season. It just sometimes it it's hard for me to remember and think about living in those climates that uh, way. I get what you're saying. And, uh, you know, but for us, it's just an ongoing continuum maintenance because we can't obviously ride year round. I mean, pretty much. I mean, there's very seldom when you can't ride, though. I remember one time we went out on a ride and it was so cold and it was a group ride. Both of us just said, no, we're not going. And it was uh, our glory. Gloves weren't working, and I just don't like to ride when it's really uncomfortable. Right, and that was just like just really horrible. And that was here in Florida; it was really cold. Remember how cold it was that day? I mean, it had to be like, like I think 30 it was mid thirties, probably. Yeah. And but you know what? People don't realize. Oh, they go, oh yeah, right. That's winter for you guys, and truly it is. But. 
when you're riding, you don't always take into account that wind chill factor. Exactly. And then that actually can lower that temperature to the skin at least 10 degrees. So you're riding in the 20s. And I'm with you. I, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I'll endure heat. I'll endure rain. I'll deal with all of that stuff as it comes. But I don't want to be uncomfortable and out there with jeans and undergarments and, you know, my chaps and still be freezing. That's just not cool to me. Yeah. And part of the reason was the people that were riding with them, I would say the majority, they all had baggers. So they had all the heated grips and all that good stuff. And well, we just don't have that on our bikes. And we just have a, a, a fairing, a windshield. windshield yep. And uh, that's all we that we really have. And it's, it's, that's it. That's all that we've got to protect us. There's nothing protecting our hands whatsoever. So the wind's blowing right on them. Right. And uh, so, so anyway, you know, somebody's out there saying how much of a big uh, wussies we are here. Yeah. And that's all right. I get it. Hey, hey, the reason we live in Florida is because I don't like the cold. Right. <laughs> so uh, that's either. the bottom line. Everything else I can endure pretty good. But like you said, when it comes to the cold, that's uh, just not for me. Yep. We've lived with too much of that in our lifetime. And so I'm not ready to go back and I don't want to ride when it's too cold. I want to enjoy the ride. And, you know, and, and the weird thing about that day, if I remember right, it was even overcast. And so when the sun wasn't out, it was even colder. Oh, yeah. And or, that's just, I finally said, I gave up. You know, I'm not a tap out kind of gal when it comes to no, riding or anything else. That was the else. first time ever. And I just looked it over at you and I'm like, I'm done. I'm too cold. It was just wasn't fun. No. And, it, and the trees would block it. So if you had to ride through the shadows of the trees, right. uh, yeah, it was just freezing. Right. So it just wasn't worth the trip. I mean, why go freeze your ass off for no reason? I know. And there were <laughs> friends of ours that did. And yeah. I heard the stories afterwards about how flipping cold it was all darn tootin' day. And I'm like, you know, that's yeah. just not the way I want to ride. So I'm not going to do it. And I, I like did to have fun when I ride. That's right. Enjoy and the ride. I get it. Sometimes you got to endure. You got to push through some things. But we didn't have to. Right. <laughs> it was a choice for us at that time. That's true. So, yeah. Anyway, th- a lot of different things taking place. It is that time of year. As a matter of fact, uh, where we live, the snowbirds are starting to head down. They're flying so, their way down. Yes. That's for sure. So that means while we're on the road and all your bikers out there, you know, you want to be extra safe, uh, be more defenses. Well, you should always be. But but know your surroundings quite a bit because we're going to have a lot more traffic. A lot of older people down here that uh, have a slower reaction times. Yes, that's uh, That's true. just normal. We're not uh, putting down anybody or, or anything like that. It's just uh, facts that we need to know about, be concerned about. Their eyesight's, I mean, I can speak for me. My eyesight is not as good as it used to be. My reaction time, though, is freaking perfect. On the mark, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am getting old. You know, I, the more I think about it, I'm pretty. I'm a pretty old dude. Really? <laughs> scary as hell. I mean, I look great. I mean, I look like I'm 23. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I would have to agree. I mean, ladies listening, I know I know you would agree with that. I don't even if Deb doesn't. I, mean, I, I totally I'm, agree. But, you know, 20s is kind of stretching it. Let's give you at right, least a 30. 25 then. Or 29. Have you all capped right. out at 29? Max then 32. All, all right. right. <laughs> I'm still stuck looking like I'm 32 years old, which is the only if I could get rid of these puffy things under my eye, then I could probably qualify for a 25 year old. Well, I could give you some additional grooming ideas that might actually actually change that oh. look of your age anyway. Oh. But, would, what would you know, that be? The facial hair. You know, that that's like a oh, yeah, big red true. signal that, hey, 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 I'm <laughs> not 30 anymore. Yeah, you're right about that. And if I was to shave, I would look uh, probably uh, 14, maybe. <laughs> Uh, let's let's go for that. <laughs> Golly, you just jumped from an overweight fourteen year. I'm just really big for a fourteen year old. Oh my gosh! It, anyway, the we don't want to get do. too because I've been like a little bit worried about my head because recently I <laughs> shaved my head and uh, so I'm a little bit. Sub- Wait, uh, now what? you didn't shave it; you just cut it short. Well, it's, to me, it's shaved. I didn't take a razor to it. No. I guess that's what you mean by shave. Yes, you did not do we, that. Sh- sh- Shaved We're, it all off. It was it very off. short, and it's grown out. I, we could probably do a whole new haircut well, I need now. To do a new haircut. Maybe I could put a, uh, a, what you know, maybe a divider. What's that called? A part. <laughs> part your bangs. Let's, 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 let's part feather. it. Let's part it down the middle, Deb, and just do, feather maybe, your hair. Oh, we could take the razor, and I could just do one razor swipe. Oh my gosh. All the way back. That'd be the part. You're going downhill fast, Mister. Well, but I mean, as, as bad as I look right now with my head, I mean, I don't think I could get any worse. Uh, you're looking, you're not looking bad, man. Yes, don't. I do. I look like, like a, a butter bean. <laughs> 
That's what I look like. I get this round head. I get this big round body. I look like a huge butter bean. <laughs> butter bean. Oh yeah. my gosh. I know that might make some people hungry, but <laughs> don't. But I don't like lunch. looking like a butter bean. Yeah. <laughs> well, only you have control of that. So. Oh, this is all I keep hearing from you. Yep. You got control of that. You Let's can, make well, changes. You know, I'm man. not the one that sets the food on the table. Well, true, but I am trying to put better food on the table so you don't like it as much and you don't eat as much. There How is a that? thing called personal responsibility and i take it uh i could go on but we're not going to deviate and go that direction because there may be an on-air fight for the first time we don't want that no (laughs) we don't want anyone to listen to that business that's for sure so butterbean what's uh what else has been going on we talked about (laughs) (laughs) my new hi i'm (laughs) butterbean i can see it now now my patch is gonna have my vest is gonna be called (laughs) butterbean Well, how about part? Yeah. Maybe they'll call me part. 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 Part, part, part bean. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting silly up oh. in here, and I guess that's Gosh. okay. That's yeah. if you guys like hearing us get silly. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, this show is not always about motorcycles. I mean, we talk about our our show is about the motorcycle lifestyle, our lifestyle around motorcycles, and who we are, and some of the things we do, and some of the crazy ways we look. I mean, I'm not going to go into how Deb looks. She no, is absolutely don't. wonderful. Whatever. She is beautiful. She is. T- I mean, she's fit, tone. I mean, I we. I have to be real careful. We're going to change the subject. Yeah, you're painting a really good picture of me. So let's like stop while I'm ahead because (laughs) anybody that knows me knows that that's not the case. Let's get going. So... Um, so w- anyway, what, what, we, Daytona just took place. Yes, Daytona. So, and it got rained on. Biketoberfest. Yeah, Biketoberfest. Yes. So, you know, I don't remember. Now, we went one year again. Here it goes. It's that cold. Me. We went. It was freezing cold. And we've <laughs> talked about this on the show once before. But it was a spur of the moment ride for us. We just packed up last minute, put the tent on the bike, and run up there with our sleeping bags. Uh, t- uh, camped out at an abate uh, campground, campground, which is great yeah that was, it was a wonderful thing and but we froze and it was this time of year and but you know what the weather right now this time of the year we're still in the upper 80s and the other day i think it might even have reached 90 right it's been unusually warm but then obviously that rain rolled in for that event um, for biketoberfest which was the 17th through the 20th i don't know how it impacted but i, I think i did hear someone say that it wasn't as busy as they anticipated it right. to be and i know they were looking toward about 125,000 motorcycles enthusiasts to partake in that event over there. And I know even our area had several rides going with different groups. And so I'm just curious how maybe that turnout went. We haven't really had a chance to connect with them, which we will do in the next week or two and find out really what the turnout is. But we'll share that information too, because, you know, riding through the rain is just as what happens for us in this area. So, you know, I'm not prepared for it. That's right. And uh, it's just that it, it is very unfortunate that it did happen during Biketoberfest, uh, because as I was mentioning, that's where I was going. All the years that we've gone, it's never rained. But it's right. now actually, I'm, I got to recount this. Did we actually go to Biketoberfest? Or was it in March? The bike week? I think it was Biketoberfest because... I don't know. You now make me double think. Yeah. What either one, March (laughs) or now in the October time frame, you can get a cold snap when everybody. I mean, again, we just heard that a good part of the country's got snow on the ground, and although we don't get the snow, it does sometimes the temperatures get cool. So yeah, that trip we take took over to Daytona was a a last minute decision. Put an old, old, old tent on the back. (laughs) Um, We even rode together. We didn't ride separately, and so we. Jumped on one motorcycle, put the tent and all our gear on, went up there and froze like crazy. And what I remembered is funny is one of our friends, Jim, <laughs> yeah, I was said, going to tell this. So go okay, ahead. go ahead. No, then. you go ahead. You're on a roll. All right. So, you know, our, our friend Jim says, well, were you ever, he's actually talking to you, Chuck, and said, were you, weren't you a Boy Scout or anything like that? And of course you were. I was a Cub Scout. Cub I, Scout. Uh, okay. So just, just a Cub Scout. So, <laughs> so he said, well, when you were camping, you always knew you had to do what? Spoon. The spoon. And so we both Take off your clothes and, and get cuddle up. Close. Yep. 
And that's not what we did. <laughs> no. We, we kept fully dressed, yeah. boots and all. I didn't have any gloves on, I don't think. No, but, but we did there. have our boots on. We were using our helmets for a pillow. I mean, this was that kind of a last minute trip. Yeah. Let's just support our heads on a pillow. Thank goodness I grabbed a quilt or a blanket or two because, oh my gosh, it would have been crazy. It was freezing cold. So next time we know, Deb... What to do? Yep. Are you going to be all into that? Is that going to work for you? I mean, you get to cuddle up next to Butterbean. I love it. I can't wait, Butterbean. By that time, maybe you'll be String Bean and then we can... String Bean. That's <laughs> my goal. Close. From Butter... That's a good title. From Butterbean butter bean to String Bean. bean. And you can pick up my book next week. <laughs> How I the, went from Butterbean to String Bean on Amazon.com. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Back. Our sponsor today is Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy. If you desire to be a leader in this fast-growing cosmetology industry, then contact Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado at 719-390-9898. Again, 719-390-9898. Or visit coloradosprings.tonyguy.edu. For more information about Coeur d'Alene, Idaho... Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy, call 208-930-1276. Again, that number is 208-930-1276. Or visit them at coeurdelaine.tonyguy.edu or visit the Chuck and Deb Show sponsor page for more information. All right. Welcome back. I'm Butterbean. <laughs> and Deb. <laughs> and we're so grateful that you've stayed with us. You know, it's interesting all the things that transpire in our lives and how, you you know, we're younger, we looked one way. And as we get older, we look a totally different way. And none of that makes any sense, does it? No, it makes all the sense it in the world. It makes every bit of sense that you could imagine. Yes, it does. So anyway, before we jump on to our next topic, Deb, one of the things that popped out of my mind, you've got something coming up, right? You're your writer, coach, Deb. What do you got coming up? Is that uh, in a week or two? I you've do got have a recertification, actually, this coming Sunday, a recertification for my Florida writer training program coach certification. So that's actually happened in a little over, uh, just a little less than a week, actually. What, so. what does that all mean? What is, you know, why don't you... Uh, Tell the listeners a little bit about that. Maybe I'll, maybe for the first time I'll listen and know exactly what you do. Yeah, but you won't repeat it. So here we go. The uh, Florida Rider Training Program is called FRTP for short. That actually is the training program that allows uh, someone that's interested in getting their motorcycle license the chance to do the endorsement. Now, Florida state certification requires that you become certified with the state of Florida by taking a seven-day Motorcycle Safety Foundation Rider Coach program. So I have done that. I have taken that. And in order to not only teach at maybe a technical school or a riding school of any kind, Harley-Davidson requires that you do an additional certification through Harley-Davidson and that's an additional three days, if I don't recall the right way. But I think Harley-Davidson's an extra three days. Now, every two years, we have to get recertified with the state of Florida. So I'm coming up on my two-year recert time frame, and that's what I'll be spending a day doing with the Florida Rider Training Program and all of the state employees getting recertified with all of my fellow coaches out there in the coaching world for motorcycling in the state of Florida. So hopefully that clarifies it. It is a day-long intensive. I'm sure we've got classroom stuff that we're going to do, go over maybe changes in the program. And then we're actually out on the range, too, teaching and coaching other coaches. They're looking at our skills and abilities. And so we're constantly being evaluated by the state of Florida, making sure that we're giving good quality education to the students that want to learn how to ride. Okay, now do you ride your own bike? Um, in this course, I probably will not. Uh, where I coach and teach, are their motorcycles are provided by Harley-Davidson. They're a motorcycle street 500. So it's a great beginning motorcycle for a new motorcyclist, but it's also a great motorcycle for someone to learn on. It has a little bit of weight, not too much weight. And I will not be probably riding my own. It's at a Harley-Davidson dealer, so I'm sure that we'll be riding the Harley-Davidson street 500 motorcycles. Okay, very good. And just in case people don't know, I'm sort of slow and maybe certain words don't 
mean certain things to me. So when so when someone hears the word endorsement, is there another way that you could put that? To get your motorcycle license. You okay. cannot or not re- allowed to legally ride a motorcycle without having that endorsement or license on your license. So basically noted. the endorsement, you have a license and then on your license, they endorse that you are qualified to ride a motorcycle. Something That's like correct. That. Yep. You got it right. See, okay. you're not How about that? Give me a round of applause. Woo! I got something right. I haven't heard that in 28 years. Yeah, I'm going to play so. that over and over and over again. Can you say it one more time? You did that right. <laughs> All right. We're a bunch of weirdos and we know it. That's okay. Yep. I mean, heck, you got butter bean here. How about <laughs> you're, I'm going to get you a patch for your vest for that, whether no, you like not. it or not. Well, maybe a butter bean patch. Maybe we'll create it. Okay. Maybe we'll Sounds create good. a butter bean club. I mean, wouldn't, <laughs> no, wouldn't it be nice club. to see a bunch of riders like a group ride with all the butter beans? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be the butter bean the, club. The butter bean riding club. That's right. We can do that. Sure. If you guys are interested, you let us know. That's right. Just reach out to us and we'll get the club rolling. We'll have a butter bean in the center of our patch. <laughs> and then we'll meet somewhere and eat some butter beans. And we'll go to all the buffets to make sure everyone keeps that butter bean lifestyle <laughs> oh, going. <laughs> oh, please. So My belly button's already popping out. I mean, this is painful. Goodness you know, i got to go gracious. do something about this. Yes, this old did. age stuff just isn't cutting it. So you young guys listening... You better take care of yourself. That's right. One day you end up like Butterbean. <laughs> and you just don't know what's going to be like. That's for sure. So well, I didn't know I was going to be having to go through all this stuff, but nobody wants to hear about me. Let's talk about some other things, Deb. Well, and now that you Hold mentioned- Hold on. I sort of like the idea about talking about, about me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just well, we're ahead. moving on. So um, talking about aging, you know, I have, you know, m- most of the time when I'm teaching a class, there are those, there are a couple different types of riders in my class. There are the motorcyclists that have ridden since childhood, the guys that grew up on dirt bikes and have somehow been riding illegally without that license. And so they have to come to class in order to ride legally. And that, so that's one group. Typically, I have another group, whether it's male or female, but people that have maybe gone to a place in life where they've raised their children and they're ready for a change. They're ready to do something for themselves. And And so this may be something that they've always dreamed of is riding a motorcycle and just life has never given them the opportunity. And we actually found a story um, of a lady, Helen Sharp. And this goes, if you haven't heard our previous podcast, um, we actually had a true live story on site at one of our bike night events of someone that this was very true for. But of course, it just keeps coming back. It correlated almost exactly. Absolutely right. So I thought it was really neat. So, yep. So, Helen Sharp actually was in hospice and had always, her and her husband used to ride bicycles and they always dreamed of having a motorcycle adventure and journey. So is there anybody else out there that's dreamed about getting on a motorcycle or, or, or checking it out and seeing if it's for you? Because if it is, then, you know, maybe this story is a wake up call for you because, you know, why wait? Right. If you've ever, if, if you're not a rider and you're listening right now, that's part of what our show is all about. We want to encourage you to go ride, yes. go out, fine, give it a test drive, whatever you need to do. And if you have the smallest inkling, we just encourage you to do it. And the reason why is, is because we love to ride so much. We really, really do. It is wind therapy. It's the best thing you can do. It, It works all the way around. So I just wanted to stop them, Deb, real quick. And if somebody has a dream. Uh, again, go out there and pursue it. That's all I want to say. Go. Absolutely right. So Helen and her husband, Arnold, had had this dream for a very, very long time. They always saw themselves getting a motorcycle, taking on that adventure. And even their daughter, Joyce White, was very aware of this. Now, we found this story on today.com, and I don't want to let that go, because um, what came to be while she was in hospice is an opportunity to take Take a ride. Now, there was a uh, hospice worker, and I want to be sure and give kudos. So, Shelly Spadowski and her husband Jim 
both ride a trike. And so when you're thinking about someone up into their 90s, mm-hmm. and Helen was 96 wow. years old while in hospice. Incredible. And just she, she even when the opportunity was presented to her to take the opportunity to go get her first motorcycle ride going, she even started to get a little fearful and wonder and talk to her daughter to find out whether or not it was a big mistake. Should she even take on that adventure at this point in her life? Hmm. And so her daughter was a very instrumental in helping to encourage her, if not now, when wow. and why not? Gonna and so up, people. absolutely <laughs> right. Why not now? So they pulled everything together and she was able to get on the motorcycle and do her first ride. And what puts a smile on my face as I read as I read this is that when she got on the motorcycle, although she was apprehensive and a little nervous and scared, when she got on and started to feel the ride in the wind, she was asking Jim to go faster <laughs> and just couldn't get enough of all of the sights and sounds. So uh, they Harley Davidson had actually given her a, a Route 66 pink bandana to wear under her helmet, Excellent. as well as a Harley Davidson jacket. And the ride was about a 20 minute ride all around so she could smell and see the things that you cannot even come close to seeing in, in a, a vehicular car. Yeah. Right. That's what they are. They're caged. That's why we call them cages. That's right. And so, you know, I just believe that during that ride that although Arnold has passed and was unable to do the ride with her, I truly believe that Arnold was looking from above down just with the biggest smile ever. So excited that Helen had the opportunity to do this adventure, at least for them in spirit. And I know that she said she felt that he was there the entire ride with her. So I think that's just an amazing story. Just goes to show you exactly what you'd mentioned if there is anything and now i'm just going to kind of divert from the motorcycling aspect of course if motorcycling is something that you've always wanted to do let us know we can make it happen we can get things pulled together for you but most importantly if you have a dream in your heart and a passion in your soul don't let life pass you by we only get one opportunity and one chance in this thing called life and here's my philosophy i am not here to live with regret i am going to take every moment to have every opportunity to do the things that bring me passion and that passion that I can share with others. So if you've got that deep in your soul, I'm going to encourage you to grab onto that and go for the gusto. What have you got to lose? Absolutely nothing. What did her daughter say? So if not uh, now, if when? not now, when? So, you know, and actually what I think is finally a good uh, capstone to the whole segment is she has now shared that not only does she think about that ride every single day (laughs) and just loves the fact that she did take on that adventure. But secondly, her daughter said that her health at 96 years old is starting to improve day by day. Is that amazing that once you fulfill your soul and really start to connect with your passions and dreams, that it's amazing what your physical body can do with some of that encouragement and passion of just following through on things that are important to you. And so I just love the fact that she says at almost 97 years old, some nights she still can't sleep, but it's beautiful. She can't believe that she got to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> That's a wonderful story. And it, and it goes real well with the one with Ruthie and uh, her yes, mother. Yes, and her mother, for and, sure. And uh, so, so, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes we have signs of things that pop up. This is the second time this has come up on this show. Mm-hmm. And so I think I brought it up the first time when Ruthie, we met her and she shared that event with her mom. And we talked about maybe this is something that we might want to try to get involved with to be able to help those people in hospice. Correct. Those people who who always wanted to ride a motorcycle but never had it. I mean, imagine what we could do. If we could spark just a few more days life, if we could spark some happiness in someone's someone else's life how great that would be. It would just be so wonderful. And the thing is, we would just be having a good time doing it too. And and the exhilaration that we would get just from them being exhilarated. It's just, it's like being a, you know, really high. Absolutely. Right. It's just, it's the ultimate high, if you will. And that's the best way I can describe it. It's just perfect. There's no bad. There's no coming down. There's just this perfect high. Right. And so that would be really cool uh, to, 
to do that. So as as we move forward in this, we're going to continue to pursue this, look into this, and we're going to hope that our listeners may even want to participate and in partner this. with us on it for yep. sure. So so as that comes together, we'll be sure to let you know. Anything else? Oh, I did have a question. Did it happen to say, Deb, how long had they been married? Before maybe he passed away or... Um, I didn't see anything in the story necessarily about that, but this just caught my eye. If you've got a dream, go ahead and push it and get that dream to come true, is what she said. So thank you, Helen. That's fantastic. I, I want... You know me. I like emphasis. Could you read it one more time? If you've got a dream, go ahead and push it and get that dream to come true. Okay, so if you've got a dream, no matter what it is, yes, all right, you want to go out there and you want to push it. You got to do what you got to do. The dream could be about riding bikes, or it could be something else. It could be traveling the world. Yes, it could be a, being a runner, a swimmer. You know, I don't know, right. a dancer. You know, they got those shows out these days. Yes, that, I, one day be. that'll be me, butter bean dancing. <laughs> So you got to always turn it back to you, don't you? Well, you know, the, it's starting to get really good. The show makes me feel real good when I can talk about me. Just kidding. But no, just, we just kidding. again, we want to just be the inspiration to find your true freedom, to determine your destiny. I mean, that's why we read that in the very beginning of the show, because that's what's in our heart. What's our dream is to help others achieve their true freedom, whatever that looks like. Well said, Deb. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Attention. Get a pen and paper ready. Call this number now 516-407-9135. Listen. Would you like to make money using your cell phone? If so, then stop everything and listen to what I'm about to say. I can't believe how simple and fun this is. All I do is give out this phone number 516-407-9135 and this 100% phone-based business spits out $100 commissions paid directly to me. You have to hear this. Call and listen to our short two-minute intro and if you like what you hear, simply press 1 to get all of the details instantly over the phone. You'll have all of the details and info you need to make a decision within 10 minutes from now. I love this and you will too. Call 516-407-9135 now. Again call 516-407-9135. That's 516-407-9135 or visit supermansuccess.com. All right. Welcome back. I'm Chuck. And Deb. And we're so grateful and thankful that you're listening to Biker Life Radio. All right. One of the things we've got coming up that we have something special that I'm really excited about that's going to start airing weekly as much as possible. We're going to do, you know, because sometimes things don't always work out. But the plan is we are going to have a special guest every week on the show. And that special guest is... Dutch Van Alsten. And Dutch is the author of Demons Rising, the story of a wayward scout, the wayward scout. All right, so Dutch is going to come on, and I know Dutch has been working on a name for his segment. So we're not exactly sure what the name is at this point, but it will be something like this, Raw and unapologetic. Can I say that, Deb? How about you try saying it? Raw and, and unapologetic. Unapologetic. All right. And then he had a couple other ones uh, from my brain to your ears. But one came up that I sort of liked um, that was out there. And that was Yabba Dabba Dutch. <laughs> that, that was sort of my favorite. I like that one. But I saw do also uh, like the raw and unapologetic. The only problem is I can't, can't say it. say it. How raw you, and unapologetic. Un, unapologetic. Yes. Raw and unapologetic. And I think that. Raw they, and unapologetic. Raw and unapologetic. <laughs> but I think either anyway, one of them are kind of fitting for Dutch because he is just kind of that raw and unapologetic kind of person. But for those that don't know Dutch, yeah. uh, he also has the Yabba Dabba Do is pretty appropriate because right. he has a motorcycle that... Um, Flintstones bike. Yeah, it's a Flintstone bike. I'm like, I'm trying to find the right way to describe it. But it has the tie and the polka dot. It's not really polka dotted, but that orange and black stone piece together. It's just, it's a super cool bike. And I saw some photos of a recent event they attended because, of course, now it's a Halloween season. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they 
man attended a party, and of course he was dressed up. There, they were the right, Flintstones. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, Fred and Wilma, and right. his hand was appropriately uh, placed. Yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> on, true. On a boob. Yeah. <laughs> he. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's so, Dutch. That's Dutch. So that's what you have to look, look forward, forward to. to. It is going to be absolutely fantastic. We're really stoked about it. Yep. Because it's going to be unique. It will. Dutch be. is a very, very unique individual, and his raw and unapologetic is going to be fantastic. It is. All I've got to do is if you're listening now, what you need to do is you need to subscribe to the podcast. That's right. Go out to podbean.com or, or go out to- favorite uh, podcast uh, channel. Or uh, bikerlifepodcast.com and go ahead and subscribe because you're not going to want to miss not only our show, but you're not going to want to miss Dutch. That's and right. I've got a feeling about this, Deb. i got a feeling that Dutch is going to be such a success. <laughs> we're going to have to help Dutch get his own thing going. Okay. Sounds that, good. I'm I just, like I'm that. Just, I'm just thinking, I just, I really, really think because I just believe in Dutch number one. He's just a funny guy. He's a great guy. I just guy. love being around him. I love seeing his post. He, I just love to be able to put a smile on my face. And yes. when somebody can put a smile on my face, I, well, I'm happy, right? Right, that's right. And so we're we're really, you're going to be fortunate, listeners, that you're going to be able to have Dutch Van Alsten on here, raw and unapologetic, or yabba dabba Dutch. Right. Whatever it comes, it'll be coming, and it will be next week. It'll be great. So that's the plan. The plan is to get it started next week. So please, go ahead and subscribe, whatever you need to do. Put it on your calendar, and uh, you'll want to check it out. You don't want to miss it that's for sure all right so kind of shifting gears from dutch because that is going to be its own unique segment moving forward but we've talked about this in the past the iron butt association but there for lady riders out there there is some all new records to aspire to so we recently were informed that there was a lady rider that actually took it home this year. And what I mean by took it home was won the event. Not only did she win the event, she kicked some you-know-what because the mileage that she had so yes. far above any the second you know the following place winners uh, usually the the gap is a little bit shorter right but in her instance she really blew people away that's right she kicked butt and so I will tell say people that. about it I mean so getting- yep absolutely so Wendy Crockett is her name and she is the, not only the first woman but the first mom to take first place in this event so that's kind of very historic in the fact that every other winner has been male. So she's not only just won it, but she's been in the top five the last several seat times that it's been around. And so here's a little bit about what that iron butt ride is all about. They required to do at least 11,000 miles in 11 days. So um, and that's what's included is a lap around 48 states. You can possibly divert into ca- uh, Canada, Canada and, Alaska. and Alaska. I had them in my mind, but they weren't coming to my mouth. Um, for extra points, but here's what she did. She not only, as you mentioned, Chuck, she didn't just win, and it is usually a pretty close margin. She won by a flippin' landslide. And the second bike, she was over 10,000 miles less than hers. So she went over 13,000 miles for this requirement of 11,000-mile iron butt ride, which is just absolutely (laughs) phenomenal. 11,000 miles in 11 days. But how many miles did she go in 11 days? 13,000 miles. 13,000 miles. There right. there are some points and things like that, too, I think, right. that, that are There's involved in that. There's a whole equation. If yeah. you're ever interested, go out to the Iron Butt Association. The whole, whole idea, I haven't done the math, but 13,000 miles in 11 days. We should have done the math. Well, it's more you, than 1,000 miles a day. Right. And, and then, you know, a lot of times when we're on trips, like five, 600, we're like, okay, we're done. Uh, over 1,000 oh, yeah. miles a day. a day. Kind of like put that into perspective. And, when you're taking a road trip, you know, riding up to the mountains we're doing five six hundred miles a day and we consider that to be a day's ride and she's doing over a thousand miles in a ride now she did actually ride um, she's a multi-line dealer technician, she's a technician in south yeah. dakota and she rode a yamaha fjr 1300 motorcycle so just to kind of give you a little bit more detail on the how she made that all happen successfully and i think that you had told me and read that it was over two hundred thousand miles on that motorcycle I was think that so, right yeah yeah, I believe that's correct. She already had that on there. Or right, yeah. That, 
That's, that's what I'm recalling it. anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not like if it was a brand new bike that she just had to go break in. She had a very, very seasoned motorcycle underneath her that got her an additional 13,000 miles in order to make that happen and take first place. So phenomenal. And kudos, Wendy Crockett, for taking it home as not only the first woman, but the first mom to take first place in that event. That is fantastic. And Deb, I just had an idea. We should reach out to her and see if we can get her on the show. That sounds like a great because idea. I mean, it would be great to interview her yes. and find out all that was involved, all the the obstacles, right? All that she hurdles. had to go through, the hurdles, yeah. the uh, the I'm trying to get the right word, her triumphs, yes, as well, because she had to overcome certain things, and you know what things work right, what things didn't work right, what went in her favor, what didn't go in her favor, all that good stuff. And I think it would be really cool to hear her story. So if if we can make it a point to write it down that we interview her okay. and get her on the show, try to contact out and reach out to her and see. If we can get her interviewed. I think that uh, our listeners, not only us, but I bet our listeners would be interested in hearing about her story. Phenomenal. I've got that on the list. We'll make sure that we get it done and take care of it for our listeners and for Wendy, because she definitely deserves the accolades there. And there you go, women. Hey, anybody out there? Ladies, listen up. The biking, you can ride. You can ride. You just heard a a fantastic story, a real-life true story, which is what we like to feature here. Uh, And so why not encourage encourage the ladies, Deb, to get out there? I agree. I just said, you know, I I guess since I was a tomboy growing up, I never really felt real girly-girly. And so, you know, to kind of get behind the women, women, women movement. But we have women in this industry, in the motorcycling world, have really come great strides over the last several years. And so women, if you have a burning desire, don't let anyone scare you away from riding. At least give it a shot. You know, I I have never asked my parents what they think about me being a motorcyclist. Hmm. Why would you? Well, you know, because so many times we get the naysayers in our world, and a lot of times they're the closest to us that say, oh, you can't do that, or oh, it's too scary, or it's too big, or that's dangerous, whatever oh. the case may be. And, the, the you know, when I think back about it, my parents have done nothing but encourage me to do what my passion is, and my passion's motorcycling. And so I think that's super amazing and cool that as a woman rider myself, my parents have never been the naysayers in my life and done nothing but try to encourage me to find my passion and live my live what I'm supposed to live in. Well, that's true. And, you know, that doesn't mean they don't have concerns. Well, that true. doesn't mean they, that maybe in the back of their minds, they're not worried. True. But, you know, and, and there's somebody in our family who has just recently told us, you know, I won't I wouldn't allow my sons to do this. Right. Uh, and so but who is who is a parent to tell their sons or daughter what they should and shouldn't do. Whose life is it? Well, right. it's your life. Correct. All right. So uh, a parent has every right to be concerned, to be, you know, be concerned. I right. guess that's the best way to and, put it. And but, over a certain period of time, be the one, be the guide. And, you know, at some point in our life when we're grown up, we kind of are beyond that. So I would encourage you, if it's something that you've always had, just like Helen, a desire in your heart, a, a need for that experience and that expression, if you don't want to go get your endorsement, find someone, visit one of the local dealerships, talk to someone maybe that rides that would be willing to give you a ride and let you experience it for the first time. See whether or not it is all that you thought it would be. And here is my challenge for those of you that are a little competitive. Go give it a shot because you will never find another experience anything like riding on back or front of being on a motorcycle. It is like none other. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of other experiences out there. There's uh, hang gliders and all that stuff. There are a lot of different thrill type of activities that are just as risky. Sure, I absolutely. I I'm know. not challenging I'm, that. Nope, not nope. at all. So uh, that's good. But again, ladies, if you've got a desire, go get it. That's right. right. Make it happen. So I got a. I have a question, Deb. Uh oh. Yep. Um, you scare me when you yeah, do that, I know. man. You mentioned something. You said that you were a tomboy when you grew up. Really? Yes. What, what, what does that mean, being a tomboy? Does that mean you didn't play with Barbies? I mean, what's a tomboy? Well, I didn't. and um, You didn't you play know, with bar- the Barbies? No. My Not mom and dad once. would buy them, probably, but I didn't enjoy that because I always wanted to be outside. So I would be in the wagon, steering the wagon as they pushed me down the hill to go fast. That's the stuff that I liked. I was out mowing the grass. I was out doing the things 
things outside that, you know, most times normal girls would be inside cleaning. I'm the one on the outside doing the stuff outside. That's what I enjoy doing. Not that I didn't do the inside too, but it just not was my, was not my personality. Um, I was athletic in my younger years, very competitive in some ways, um, and haven't gotten so much in my older years, but I just am not the pink girl, purple girl. I just... Give it to me. Let's go make it happen. I don't care if I have to sweat. I don't have to care if I have to get rugged. Give what rough, to you? Whatever. Whatever the challenge <laughs> is, I'm ready to take it on. I don't, I don't usually shy away from things like that too often. So I like the challenge. I like the experience. I like the story. Because at the end of the day, every ride, there is a story that comes out of it. And I think that's what makes it extra special too. It's true. It's a great memory to have. So um you said that uh, you you wanted to be pushed down the hill faster in that wagon. <laughs> yeah. What do I got to do to get to push you on the road faster? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do I got? I got to tie a rope to you. How would I got to push you? How, what I got to make it look like a wagon? No. What you do is you have to like point your finger down at the road aggressively <laughs> many times when eighty's not fast enough, and you want me to go I, faster. So I, you know, I get it. It's all the way it is, but in my world, 80s fast enough. It's just okay. So it's just okay. So the answer to the question is? Push your finger down. <laughs> I, you already know that hand it signal, man. Work. It does. It's never worked. Well, the only we just, time it works is when you're behind Rex or somebody uh, all else. Right, so here's, Mostly with Rex. Here's my advice. Ride your own ride and be comfortable in so, your own space, and don't let any bully so, bully you to bully. ride outside. Now I'm bully. No. Now I'm butter being the bully. That's right. We're gonna make a movie I'm, about you I'm, now. That's right. Look, I'm flexing. Butter being the bully, and that's what I, I, I am. So apparently, that's who I am, and that's why we've got to take a take a take a break. We'll be right back. Attention, get a pen and paper ready. Call this number now 516-407-9135. Listen, would you like to make money using your cell phone? If so, then stop everything and listen to what I'm about to say. I can't believe how simple and fun this is. All I do is give out this phone number 516-407-9135 and this 100% phone-based business spits out $100 commissions paid directly to me. You have to hear this. Call and listen to our short two-minute intro and if you like what you hear, simply press 1 to get all of the details instantly over the phone. You'll have all of the details and info you need to make a decision within 10 minutes from now. I love this and you will too. Call 516-407-9135 now. Again call 516-407-9135. That's 516-407-9135 or... Visit supermansuccess.com. All right. Welcome back. We're about ready to wrap the show up here, and we're grateful that you're staying tuned because we've got some good news, Deb. We actually uh, got some good news recently that's very exciting that we totally didn't expect. Unexpected completely. <laughs> but we are truly grateful for it. And Absolutely. What are we grateful for? Well, apparently we have won a trip to Key West. And we didn't know about it because we were out of town. And the West Coast Florida Riders had the uh, bike night. I think it was bike night, right? It was a Sunday fun day oh, event Sunday at Stottle Myers, okay. right? Yep. And they had been doing for a couple of months a fundraiser for the Sarasota County <laughs> Sarasota, Sarasota County, County Senior Advocacy <laughs> Council. Council. Now that's a mouthful. So, <laughs> well, um, that sounds well. Go ahead. All right. So, <laughs> on their Sunday Fun Day event this past Sunday at Stottlemyers, they actually did a drawing, and not only did they present the check of over two thousand dollars in in contributions made, um, but they also had a Key West giveaway, and so we were so honored and excited. I even had to ask one I had gotten the text that we had won the trip i was like is this a joke that's what i thought too (laughs) exactly what i thought these guys are pulling our legs you know yeah i don't believe so but it's true it's coming up so we will be heading down to key west um in a little bit a week and a half or so and enjoying 
having a great time with sounds like a bunch of riders. I think the ride down is going to be over 75 people from what I hear. So that's going to be phenomenal. Now, that I know that may not be bikes. It's actually what's anticipated to attend. And again, we'll it's all a little it foggy, but um, yeah, I definitely am excited. I think it's going to be a great time. Thanks to Fran Hosh Law. She was a great supporter in the event. Uh, West Coast Florida Riders, our buddies there. Yep, thank you, guys. Uh, Chris and Lee do a great job with organizing that uh, online group of riders for yep. the West Coast Florida. So you want to go out there and look them up. It's the West Coast Florida Riders because there ain't no party like, like a, a West, West Coast, Coast party. party. And uh, so, yeah, check that out. Congratulations to them. I think this was their uh, their first fundraiser. And like Deb said, they raised over $2,000 for the Sarasota County Senior Advocacy Council. And that's really cool. So we're really grateful and gracious to accept the gift. And apparently uh, we've got uh, some accommodations that we'll be able to receive. And uh, I, I think I saw something a while back. Maybe we'll get our first T-shirt. We haven't had a chance to get one of those. We haven't. Yeah, I think we get a T-shirt. <laughs> so I'm pretty stoked about yeah. that. It's going to be a great event. I mean, the the house we're staying in, they're calling oh, it a mansion. It, it looks a phenomenal. Mansion. And it's got a swimming pool. The beach is right across the street. I'm just really excited about the fun time we're going to have in a great weekend with other like-minded bikers to just have a great time and celebrate and party with West Coast Ford Riders. Yep, for sure. And they, and they actually pulled out some reserve names and uh, a second winner as well. But it was weird. We were the grand prize winners. Uh, and again, we're just astounded. I mean, I we don't ever win anything. So, <laughs> so it's sort of amazing uh, that we won. And we're really grateful that we won and grateful that the West Coast Florida Riders are allowing us to do this and that they pulled our name. That's right. <laughs> That's so. really cool. Um, and we also supported a good cause. So we're grateful for that as well. Very much so. That, and that was the purpose of it. It wasn't necessarily about being in the drawing. Correct. Although that, you know, when our initial intention was just to support the fundraiser. So the other thing I want to be sure and mention, so thank you to West Coast Florida Riders again and their group and organization and their hearts to give to the... And Law Fran. Uh, that's yep. right, and Fran, Fran Hosh Law. I got to get that out. Um, so the upcoming event too that you do not want to miss, I've posted on our page and please, those that are have a giving heart, please reach out and give to MDA. Usually it's an event that I have done with other female riders out at uh, Daytona and uh, Daytona Bike Week, but they have no longer doing that connection with MDA. So there is a local event in the Sarasota area. Now, some information about that. That's MDA's Hunt for Summer is partnered with Rossiter's Harley Davidson on November 16th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. It is going to be a blast. If you have not done a scavenger hunt before, it is so much fun. You've got to come out. You've got to support the MDA. But also, if you just have a heart to give, we've got that posted on our Biker Life Facebook page, Biker Life Radio, and you can certainly give there. So I want to make sure we mention that. Also, another event I'm not going to talk a whole lot about, we'll probably talk about it next week, is uh, St. Pete Bike Fest is coming up. And we're pretty excited about that event, which will be the, uh, I'm not sure the exact (laughs) dates right now, but we will be sure and give everyone the heads up when it gets a little bit closer. That's a a great event coming down to our local area in the St. Pete area. And I'm excited to share that. A Burt's Barracuda, a Burt's... Yeah, Burt's Barracuda is the one that is really partnered with that as far as a Harley dealership and going to have lots of great events. Yep, we got a friend coming down. Uh, Rush will be down. We're going to get Rush on the radio. Yep. He doesn't know it, but we're going to get Rush on the radio. It's not the Rush you think it is or may have heard, but this guy is a Rush. Rush. And you're going to want to hear that too, so stay tuned. He's got some great things. I mean, he's been oh, a rider yeah. for a heck of a long time. And he you know, he's a lot got a of miles. A lot of miles. He's got lots of stories. He's got lots of things that he's thrown our way that I'm like, I just don't know what you're talking about. So I'm ready to pull those out of him and really get him to share some of his riding experiences in a whole new way because there's nothing like the rush. Yeah, he was disappointed the other night when he didn't get approved for the West Coast Florida Riders. Because I didn't know he was supposed to be in the state, but apparently because he's not a snowbird or because he lives in Michigan, he didn't get approved. So well, maybe he, he can apply he, when he comes he down here when he's in the West it. Coast and he can say, yes, I'm in the West Coast now. Well, maybe they'd approve him. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> We look forward to having Rush on the air. It'll be a great time. So just having him visit. 
And there are a couple of other things I want to be sure and mention. Uh, November 2nd is the Arcadia Bike Fest starting at 9 a.m. And that's downtown Arcadia. It's a little bit more of a quaint setting, but they do some phenomenal things with events. They've got some great live bands out. And we saw actually some... I'd stunt devil, yeah. uh, st- uh, stunt motorcyclists. That's I don't right. know the right way to say that, but there were some really very unique uh, motorcycle Shows, show that we yeah. hadn't seen before, and so I was really excited about that last the, year. And this is their second year, I think, and it's it's really hard to believe, quite honestly, that it's been a year. Year. Because that just seemed like yesterday to me we were there. I know. So we're going to try to go out. We'll see what happens, see what groups are available. We've got a meeting Saturday morning, and uh, then maybe we'll head out after that. So hopefully we'll see some of you out there. Absolutely. Hope the weather's nice, too. Haven't even checked on that. The other thing I want to be sure and let our listeners know, because we've really gotten a lot of, we've really been very supportive of this event, and it really, it saddens me that we're not going to be able to attend. However, I want everyone that can make it to know about it. This is the sixth annual Reese Across America Poker Run coming up on November 10th uh, from nine to four. Be sure you do not want to miss that. And the starting point is the American Legion Post 312 in Sarasota. Now that address, just so you know, is 1610 67th Avenue East. You can certainly find it if you do a Google search by 6th uh, annual Reese Across America Poker Run. And again, this is the last big hoorah for them to raise money for all of the Reese that are going to go on the the in the National Cemetery in Sarasota for us this coming December. So you don't want to miss the ability and opportunity to partner with Reese Across America to support that event as we will definitely have it on our calendar. What day is it? That's a Saturday, November 10th, and so- that's when we'll be in the Keys. Oh, <laughs> it is. It's like Sorry everything kind of comes together. So, yeah. you know, maybe we'll find a way to give in a different it, way. Is it to Roscoe's going on that same weekend? Uh, Roscoe's is, yes, going on that weekend. That's so right. there's so another that's, event. That's a big, huge biker fest. Uh, we haven't had an opportunity to go yet. We considered it, uh, but uh, we just have, you know, we've been traveling too much as it is, which we'll tell you all about later. Yep. So that, again, now if you bring that up, Roscoe's Chili event right. and uh, motorcycle, I'm not sure what all is involved in the Roscoe's event, but that's in Lakeland. And it's that same weekend, the 8th through the 10th that. or 11th. So, yeah, it's supposed it to be north. a party like there's no party. Um, from the motorcycling community. So lots of events. This is a very busy time of year for us that we're just getting ready to move into. And so you don't want to miss any of the things that are coming up because the season in the time for riding for us is now. It's absolutely fabulous and beautiful. It's always season. It is. Well, (laughs) it's even more of a season because there's so much going on. That's true. All right. So that's it, Deb. That's all you've got. That's all that I can come up with at this point that lots of events going on. Uh, We already talked about that. That's coming up. All right. Well, let's let's talk about something real quick before we go. We've got a new series that we're going to be introducing on our podcast, and it's going to be called Work Less, Ride More. And so, Deb, go ahead and tell them a little bit about so whether you've ever have ridden a motorcycle or not, this series will help give you the guidance and direction to your life. It'll steer you in the direction of your heart's desires, and we will see to it that you reach your true destination. Let nothing stand in your way, and down the road of success, we want to be on that journey with you. So, so yeah, it's going to be very um, informative. Actually, we'll be teaching the skills you'll need to know so that you can work less and ride more and enjoy more of life. So you'll want to look that up. Stay tuned. It'll still be on our same podcast for the time being. And uh, we're going to attempt to do that on a daily basis. We'll be getting started shortly on that. And we want to encourage you, if you want to work less and And ride ride more, more, to tune in. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and on our website, uh, bikerliferadio.com. And as Chuck had mentioned earlier, be sure and click that subscribe button so that you do not miss an episode. As this new series is coming around, you do not want to miss any of that. It's just packed with great stuff to help you achieve your life's purpose, passion, and mission. We're looking forward to do that. That's where part of our passion lies is we want to help people be able to live their hopes, dreams, and desires. 
is. And maybe you pick that up a little bit on the show as we're talking. Of course, we're encouraging people to ride motorcycles. We're encouraging you to uh, achieve your hopes, dreams, and desires. I'm repeating myself. And true freedom. But that's what we do. And the true freedom. And that's hashtag true freedom. All right. So anyway, let's go ahead and wrap it up. My name is Chuck. And Deb. And thank you so much for tuning in. We're truly grateful and thankful for you. Have a great day. We'll see you again soon. Whatever it is. See ya. You've been listening to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb. Heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on 1490 AM. WWPR. We thank you for listening and invite you to join us next week. Hi, this is Chuck with the Chuck and Deb Show. If you'd like to be a sponsor on our show, please contact us at 216-7625. That's 216-ROCK. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Attention. Get a pen and paper ready. Call this number now, 516-407-9135. Listen. Would you like to make money using your cell phone? If so, then stop everything and listen to what I'm about to say. I can't believe how simple and fun this is. All I do is give out this phone number 516-407-9135 and this 100% phone-based business spits out $100 commissions paid directly to me. You have to hear this. Call and listen to our short two-minute intro and if you like what you hear, simply press 1 to get all of the details instantly over the phone. You'll have all of the details and info you need to make a decision within 10 minutes from now. I love this and you will too. Call 516-407-9135 now. Again call 516-407-9135. That's 516-407-9135 or visit supermansuccess.com.